Welcome to the Wellness and High Performance Podcast with your host, Coach Peter. Wellness is the foundation that unlocks your highest performance both mentally and physically and allows you to enjoy life to its fullest. In each episode, I share bite-sized health, fitness and performance lessons that are going to help you to live your best life. So, put on your shoes, head out of the door and start stepping into your potential. Hey guys, this is Coach Butter. In this episode of the Wellness and High Performance Podcast, I want to share with you how you can become more resilient to literally anything that can riddle the human body and make a human being sick. Your performance begins with your health and your performance goes out of the window when you don't have your health. It, it just comes down to the hierarchy of needs. If you, When you have your health in place, now we have resources and energy that can be diverted towards other pursuits in life. But if you don't have your health in place, that's a big, big problem. The easiest way to appreciate this is, you know, if you're sick, if you're fighting off a cold, you have zero energy. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate. Zero energy. And that is because your immune system deems at that point in time that it's a better idea to shut you down completely and actually your your body and your nervous system diverts those energy resources towards your immune system so that the immune system can then fight off whatever is you know giving you a cold or a viral infection or whatever else it may be and the same is true for any kind of a chronic illness that can affect the human body, whether it's, you know, anything, cardiovascular problems, autoimmune problems, cancers, you know, absolutely anything. So the kind of the question then becomes like, how can we reduce the chances of developing any kind of a problem with our health? How can we become more resilient to literally anything that can possibly take human being down and hinder the human condition. And there's a term for this in scientific research and it's called all-cause mortality. All-cause mortality simply means what is your likelihood of dying from any reason within the period that they're studying. So if something increases your all-cause mortality, it's usually a bad thing because by definition you're becoming more fragile and more susceptible to literally anything that can make a human being sick. And then if something reduces your all-cause mortality, then it's a really fantastic idea because by definition it's making you more resilient to literally anything. So the question becomes what is the number one risk factor for all-cause mortality? What is the number one thing that's going to make you more likely to die because of any reason at all? Well, it turns out that it's actually age. So, you know, when you're older, you like that's just part of the aging process, but you become more susceptible to literally anything. And being older is literally the biggest risk factor by far for all cause mortality for absolutely any reason at all. But other than old age, what's the next thing that we can actually, you know, we can do something about age. We can slow down aging by living a healthy, healthy lifestyle. But 
you know that's really the extent of it we're all gonna age no matter what at some point or another so what's the next best thing that we can do how can we reduce our chances of all-cause mortality the next best thing and the next best predictor of all-cause mortality turns out is actually your cardiorespiratory fitness cardiorespiratory fitness refers to the capacity of your respiratory and cardiovascular system meaning your lungs your heart your circulatory system your blood vessels your capillaries it cardiorespiratory fitness refers to the capacity of this whole system to supply oxygen to your skeletal muscle mitochondria which are the powerhouses in your cells the powerhouses if you will where your body actually produces energy with the presence of oxygen at all points in time during every second and every minute of your life for the rest of your life and from the first moment of your life this is how your body produces energy so it's like the most central system of all the cardiorespiratory system and being fit enough you know being in a good enough level of aerobic fitness is a really really important thing because being not fit enough and being in a poor cardiovascular fitness is the biggest risk factor for all cause mortality and this is basically where you know physical activity guidelines come from so here in australia the physical activity guidelines are for a moderate level physical activity which is basically brisk walking mowing the lawn going for a walk you need to do 1.25 hours to two and a half hours of moderate level physical activity such as brisk walking per week and then you have to do 1.25 hours to two and a half hours of vigorous intensity physical activity so this is now like you know vigorous resistance training jogging some kind of other aerobic training playing sport tennis these things where your heart rate elevates now to usually between 100 to 150 beats per minute and that's it like that's that's literally it that's that's enough to tick the box of good enough when it comes to cardiorespiratory fitness and you know like it, it could be useful like do we actually have some kind of um measurement for this how can we measure cardiorespiratory fitness and in scientific research they usually use vo2 max which is your body's maximum capacity to use oxygen during exercise the thing about that is that while it's a very good measurement of your aerobic fitness but the problem with that is that you actually have to go to a university or some other facility that has this very specialized equipment so we don't have that at our disposal at all points in time so the question then becomes do we have some other measurements that would be very indicative of your cardiorespiratory fitness and it turns out that we do indeed have those measurements a very useful and easily obtainable measurement about your cardiorespiratory fitness is your resting heart rate essentially the stronger your heart is the and the more efficient this whole system is the less often your heart has to beat to get the job done to be able to pump blood oxygenated blood 
into the circulatory system. And then on the flip side, the weaker your heart is and the less effective this whole system is, well now you have to do more work. Your heart has to beat more times to get the same job done. And this is a massive, massive energy leak. You're literally wasting energy. You know, right now at resting, if your heart is beating tick, 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 just to cover vital functions, that is a significant energy leak. Versus if your heart is beating much less often, now energy can be directed towards cognitive performance and other problems that you might be dealing with. So cardiorespiratory fitness, I'm sorry, resting harder is a fantastic measurement that's really easy to obtain these days. And literally all you have to do is to get in the green zone. Just avoid being in the yellow and the orange and the red. Just get into the green zone and your chances of dying from any reason at all are going to be significantly less than if you're in the yellow, orange or red zone. And I can tell you right now that it's not that difficult to get there. Like for men, good enough, it's going to be between 60, 65 to 70 beats per minute. That's 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 good enough. And I can tell you right now that that's not difficult at all to get there. All you have to do is to walk every day, breathe through the nose when you're walking, walk briskly, and then do some res proper resistance training and some kind of aerobic conditioning three to four times a week. And that's it. You're going to be ticking that box and being in the in the zone of green. So now a lot of people are going to take that and say, okay, so therefore the cardiorespiratory fitness is the only thing that matters. So then that's the only thing that I'm going to be focusing on. I'm going to become a cardio bunny. I'm going to go to the gym, but I'm never going to go lift weights. The only thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to stay on the treadmill. I'm just going to stay on the cross trainer because Coach Buddha said that cardiorespiratory fitness is the only thing that matters. Wait a second. Hold on a minute. You're about to make a big, big mistake. Massive mistake. Consider this. When you're on the treadmill or when you're on the cross trainer and you're training your cardiovascular fitness, what's actually making the thing move? Is it your cardiovascular system that's actually moving the thing? Or when you're running or when you're walking? Like, is it your heart and your lungs that's moving you through space? No, it's your muscles. That's right. It's your lean muscle tissue that's required to propel you through forwards in space. And it's the lean muscle tissue that's producing work. And then the cardiorespiratory system needs to meet the demand that's created by your skeletal muscle system. So it turns out that the cardiorespiratory system is just the tip of the iceberg and it's just above the surface and beneath the surface there's your lean muscle tissue and the lean muscle that you carry on your body and a lot of people who are only cardio bunnies in their life they run into problems because you know as we age usually after about age of 25 to 30 that's when we sort of start the decline there is a bit of a shift in our hormonal profile in in particular we start producing less growth hormone and less, less testosterone for both men and women and because of that we start losing lean muscle tissue 
And now, if you're someone who's a cardio bunny and you don't lift weights, now you're going to lose muscle tissue much quicker than someone who lifts weights and give this, gives their body a reason to hold on to that lean muscle tissue as you're aging. Now that can become a significant problem in particular as you become older because if you now no longer have enough lean muscle tissue to propel yourself forwards in space fast enough to create a demand for the cardiorespiratory system to respond to now you're literally unable to train your cardiorespiratory system your resting heart rate will go out of the the zone that's in the green you're gonna go in the yellow and then in the orange and then in the red and then your chances of dying for any reason are going to be significantly higher because of that lean muscle is therefore the absolute key because lean muscle mass is going to create the demand for your cardiorespiratory system and lean muscle tissue is also going to reduce your chances of falling down it's gonna make it much easier to get off the chair it's gonna make it much easier not only like why am I talking about this old people stuff like it's gonna make it much easier to do anything in life enjoy sports with your kids carrying your groceries in one go from the car I don't know about you but I'm the type who carries all the groceries in one go and there's no debate about that and I'm gonna keep carrying my groceries in one go by myself for the rest of my life until the very last day of my life and the key for me to being able to do that is going to be never stopping progressive resistance training always 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 focusing on keeping and maintaining my lean muscle tissue on my frame so that is an absolute key and here's a bit of an illustration of this downhill you know um, if you're watching this usually in your teens and 20s you think that you're invincible you don't have to resistance train then in your 30s you have a shift in your hormonal profile and you start losing lean muscle tissue and that's why you're going to start slowing down you're going to become weak if you slow down and you become weak now your risk of injuring yourself are going to increase over time you lose enough lean muscle mass now you can't provide enough of a stimulus for your cardiorespiratory system that's going to cause you to age faster increase your risk of all-cause mortality for any reason and your chronic illness risk for any reason soars through the roof as well so then the question becomes how do we actually build lean muscle tissue like I can tell you right now that building lean muscle tissue is a very challenging task and I know that a lot of women are afraid of building lean muscle tissue they're afraid of getting too bulky have you heard of this are you afraid of getting bulky don't be afraid of getting bulky not lifting weights because you're afraid of getting bulky it's literally the same as me saying that I'm not going to cook I don't want to cook my food because I'm afraid that I might turn into a three Michelin star chef it's not gonna happen there's there's no doubt about it it's never gonna happen building muscle mass is very very difficult for example with these very very impressive transformations that my clients have gone through before you know the key to changing your physique is to increase lean muscle mass 
and reduce body fat levels. That is the absolute key for uh, efficient body transformation process and looking better naked. And as we're also discussing, it's absolutely resist and lean muscle tissue is also the key for these health purposes. So with both of these transformations, it was a matter of focusing the training time at the gym was focused on strength training and building lean muscle tissue and reducing body fat then came mostly through controlling the diet and going through a period of calorie restriction and a calorie deficit and that's the thing that really drives the the fat loss thing so then the question becomes when you actually go to the gym like how do you what should you do at the gym how do you build lean muscle tissue if that is the thing that we should be focusing on well you should do progressive resistance training in the compound movement patterns that's what you should do that's the thing that's going to be driving the show what are the compound movement patterns well there are these movement patterns where we are challenging many muscle groups and many joints at the same time for example deadlifts squats you know deadlifts are hip dominant exercise squats are a knee dominant exercise then we have pulling which is your rowing exercise so horizontal pulling your vertical pulling as well which is pull downs then we have horizontal pushing which is bench press and vertical pushing which is shoulder press these six movement patterns should be the meat and potatoes of your resistance training and if you tell me that I only have 30 to 45 minutes twice a week for my resistance training what should I do coach Butter? this is it that's literally it that's literally all you should do you don't have to do it all in one go but within the week of your training program as long as you have an exercise that it lives inside each one of these categories once a week and you focus on progressive strength training with that exercise you are really taking the box of doing some really good favors for your lean muscle tissue and for your strength and for the health of your joints now this doesn't mean that this is the only thing that we can do at the gym of course if your goal is to really improve the way that you look and also for you know health and longevity it can make sense to train some arms train train our elbows train some single leg exercises is a really really good idea as well but if you're telling me that you're really limited on time these are the most important movement patterns that you should focus on so now you know what you should do at the gym but it turns out that it's not just what you do but it's also how you do it that absolutely critical when you do these exercises you have to execute them properly so that you can keep the stress in the right tissues and avoid the stress to go into the wrong tissues that you don't want the, the stress to be going to for example hip dominant exercises deadlift variations many people think that deadlifts are really bad for your back and that's just absolutely untrue it, it has like it's, it doesn't make any sense poorly executed deadlifts may be bad for your back but well executed deadlifts are the best opportunity to train the hamstrings and the glutes which are the absolute powerhouse of the human body and also to strengthen your lower back but poorly executed deadlifts don't recruit hamstrings you don't recruit glutes all you're using is your lower back and your spine to lift the weight up and that is not a good strategy so how you do these things is absolutely 
critical. So now you know that what you what to do, now you know how to do it. The next thing is the word progressive, progressive resistance training. So now that you know what to do, how you do it, now you have to adhere to the principles of exercise science. And progressive overload is literally the number one principle. You have to, whatever you're doing, you have to be progressing it over time. This is the intelligent approach to really maximizing your valuable training time at the gym. And if training like this sounds like something that you're interested in trying, I would love to let you know that the Coach Buru training app has progressive resistance training systems tailored both for men and for women. I have basically two options of the Leaner Stronger system where you can either choose to train three days a week or you can choose to train four days a week. These training programs are progressive in nature. They feature all the most important movement patterns. We also have some throwing patterns in there. We also have some reactive foot contacts in terms of running mechanics drills, which are gonna be really good for the health and longevity of your bones, your tendons, your ankles, your rib cage, and your hips, which is absolutely a fantastic thing to be including into your weekly training programming. Each exercise has a video demonstration to make sure that you're executing the exercise in the most efficient way possible. When you join the team, you get access to a group of exclusive mind, like mind, exclusive group of like-minded individuals, and you also get to ask questions directly from myself. I'll also provide you with some resources when it comes to nutrition, sleep, and lifestyle practices to make sure that your hard efforts at the gym are translating themselves into results with your strength, health, and body composition. If you want to give this a shot as a listener of the Coach Peter podcast, you have the opportunity to do so for $1 for the first month with the code PURUFIT. So one word, PURUFIT, P-Y-R-Y-F-I-T. Use that at the checkout and you can try it for $1 for the first month. There's no minimum subscriptions, you, there's no minimum time, you can cancel anytime you want. After the first month, you then start on the ongoing subscription, which is 50 Australian dollars, about 35 US dollars per month. But again, there's no minimums. You can just try it out for $1 for one month and there's no strings attached at all. So to do a bit of a recap, cardiorespiratory fitness is absolutely critical. If you've ever heard that cardio is for wimps or cardio is for pussies, you have no clue. Like. If someone's telling you that, they have absolutely no clue. Better cardiovascular fitness is going to improve your everything. It's going to make you less likely to die from everything. It's going to give you more energy. It's even going to allow you to build more muscle tissue because now you can actually sustain higher amounts of training volume and you can recover faster within your training session and also between your training sessions. So cardiovascular fitness is absolutely everything when it comes to being able to enjoy your life to its fullest. Cardio is important, but it's actually your lean muscle tissue that is required to propel you forwards in space fast enough to create a demand for the cardiorespiratory system. How do we make sure that we're building lean muscle tissue and that we're maintaining lean muscle tissue as we age? Well, we want to 
focus on progressive resistance training with the compound movement patterns. Progressive, big underline on that word. It, the training needs to be progressive. First, you need to know what to do, then you need to know how to do it, and then you need to adhere to the principles of exercise science, i.e. your training has to be progressive in nature. Other than that, make sure that you're focusing on your sleep, because sleep is an absolute critical thing and other lifestyle factors, sleeping right, eating right, getting enough sunlight are absolutely critical so that your hard efforts at the gym are going to translate and transform themselves into actual results with your physical capabilities. If you know someone who would benefit from this information, who would enjoy hearing this kind of stuff, it would help me and them a lot if you please share this episode with them, that would be absolutely fantastic. If you haven't yet, please leave a rating and review on the platform that you're watching or listening the episode from. So if that's on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button. If you're on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts is easy, just leave a rating and review right there. On Spotify, please jump to Google on Coach Puru Reviews. That would be absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for doing that. Other than that, I hope that you've enjoyed as much as I have. I hope that you have absolutely fantastic rest of the day. This is Coach Puri. Let's do this.